0: Hello, and welcome to the Pranayvan Khede Show. This is a new podcast series. And thank you so much for joining in. If you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcast, or watching on YouTube, thank you very much as well. This episode of the Pranayvan Khede Show features Rupaditya Bissell, a very dear friend of mine with whom I'll be discussing about how I built the stage while I was in college and taught myself from my own mistakes. If you are an aspiring entrepreneur or a college student, then this will be super relatable to you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode one. Uh, Today I'll be talking to Rupaditya Bisain, a very dear friend of mine about how I built the stage and the story behind it. So welcome Rupaditya to the show
1: thank you thank you so much prane it's it's always a pleasure speaking to you and uh, building up working together and building up the entire community and all yeah
0: yeah so i i remember when we first met when we were working in this uh, student organization uh, in nagpur so i saw you yeah. from that time as well uh, i saw that a very dynamic personality uh, very inspiring from that time as well so uh, we after that, we worked with a lot of things, my uh, the stage project, you were also a mentor for the hero program. So when you saw me first, what was what was your uh, first opinion about me?
1: First opinion. so yeah, uh, I guess I guess I was with uh, my my uh, one of my friends and we we were uh, we came to your college actually uh, for for promoting our the organization that we had that we were working in. So basically, like uh, my friend told me that we had to go and visit this guy who is uh, like an uh, in charge or uh, like an executive from that particular college. So I was like, yeah, fine, fine. Okay. So the moment we stopped there in front of you and I was like, yeah, so that, uh, that was actually <laughs> my impression, like what, what I had in your uh, with, my, with in my mind, basically. So, yeah. And, uh, I, I generally get this, uh, like I am used to it. Ki, uh, it. uh, so I am sure like uh, you must also. Say, oh, you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That, that used to happen. So, uh, I, uh, you, we were working for, for a long time and, uh, we never discussed about how I built the stage. So, you know, a uh, lot of things, but today you asked me, like, do you want to know? About So what what is the specific thing you want to know about this stage and everything?
1: Actually, like we've we worked for so many times and like we were actually in our second or third year, I guess, when we all started working together for uh, like organizing third events year. and working on different things and building a community. So we generally never discussed the things before that, right? So uh, uh, about our uh, first and second year, how did we choose engineering and all that sort of things? Right. So that is why, like, uh, since I've been uh, so long associated with you and the stage community and everything. So I just wanted to know, like, what was the thing that intrigued or that was the reason where you actually wanted to, that the idea struck in your mind that, okay, so this is something I can work on or this is something I need to build. So what, what was that particular thing that intrigued you to start the stage?
0: so uh, going back i think going back to 2016 when we first uh, started at the stage so uh, in 2016 uh, i we were just uh, sitting in engineering college uh, it was um, i was in second year third semester actually and
1: uh, and uh
0: yeah clueless
1: and, and uh, don't know where to go what to do yeah i can understand so
0: i i was i was almost <laughs> like uh, i knew at that point of time i knew that i wanted to do, uh, become a mechanical engineer because uh, earlier that than that that i was very passionate about mechanical engineering and everything so uh in that year we uh, i was supposed to uh, talk in front of my class so it was a presentation that usually happens in class and i was supposed to go in front of my class and i was to uh, speak and present a ppt so when i went there when i went on stage i got numb i got very much nervous and uh, didn't uh, spoke much i just uh, got two three words out of my mouth and i came back and that day i realized that there's this one problem that i'm facing which is called problem uh, fear of public speaking actually yeah.
1: and that day i
0: also realized another thing that not just me but there was 60 students in my class and out of those 60 students 50 or 55 students had the same problem everyone had the problem of uh, fear of public speaking and uh, yeah. i yeah so i didn't uh, did a lot about it at that point of time Then uh, there was this uh, TEDx event happening into the city. So I went there. I saw a lot of uh, speakers speaking, talking uh, in front of thousands of people over there. When we came back, we were sitting in a class. And uh, so the lecture was going on, uh, me and my friend Anirudh. So we were there and uh, we we were just discussing about how uh, good the event was. And suddenly a thought came to his mind that, okay, we can start something Uh, That will uh, help students in developing their public speaking skills. So uh, I was, uh, I already had that problem in myself and I was very much into solving that particular problem for other students as well, because I, somewhere I knew that if I solve that problem for other people,
1: it will solve it for me as well so i i thought it is be... usually actually that's the usual way where we all come across an idea or to build up something that the problem that we are facing that is what we want to like uh, overcome or we want to eradicate from the society so uh, that's that actually a good very good approach that you took there and uh, like like pro- public speaking is is like uh, a talent or a raw talent that you you can grow or you can build up inside you right it's not something that you get by birth or like the moment you are born you like go on the stage and start speaking and all so it's it's a developing skill that you develop over time and so yeah exactly That's a good so thing. Uh,
0: i was uh, when when we were discussing about it so it was the class was going on typical engineering classroom in india yeah. so um, the teacher was the professor was teaching us and uh, we were sitting on second bench only. So I, I was the one guy who likes to study and very sincere. So I used to sit oh, on the second bench. I,
1: I did not know this. I did not know this.
0: <laughs> when I was in second year, I, I was like that. So, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. so I was sitting over there and um, uh, we were discussing about it. Suddenly the teacher saw us and he just a uh, first warning. He said that, okay, shut up. Uh, otherwise you will be expelled. So yeah, we stopped for a moment. Uh, we did another sum that teacher was teaching, and after doing that sum, we were so into that idea that we want to wanted to build something related to that. So uh, again, we started talking about it. Okay, another uh, time the uh, the teacher saw us, and yeah, oh. he said, "Chalo bahar jaiye. <laughs> so we were, we were like, okay, this is, this is something we can do because uh, so we went out, we sat uh, like near the door uh, of the class and where the classroom enters. And uh, yeah. we sat over there, we took a copy with us and we formulated the whole plan of how we, we will start this uh, just as a club where we wanted to help the students of our class and not just the whole department or not just the whole college, but, but just, we wanted to st- help the student of our class and uh, we formulated okay. it, uh, make it just um, free for everyone so that everyone can take okay. um, uh, take this forward and build their public speaking skills so that so this is, it's
1: like uh, uh, it was like a club basically which, uh, which generally engineering colleges have like dance club drama club and all that sort of club that you started you, off right yes yes so it was
0: just like a club that uh, we started it and uh, then we ran it for 2 3 months eventually it failed and uh, when it failed uh, a lot of students were just attending it because all our engineering students no one had an interest uh, in building public speaking skills even though the problem was there so the problem was okay, that yeah. they were not aware about it and they were just attending the sessions and everything uh, just for the uh, sake of uh, attendance and everything so three four yeah, months right. it ran well and uh, then it collapsed uh, i stopped working for it because uh, it, it already failed i started started working with on different projects joined organization and then I came uh, came up to the youth organization we were working in. So that's where I found that uh, two, three uh, people who started back in college and are scaling their startup. So that's where the biggest motivation I got uh, about, uh, about starting this stage because the problem I already saw that the problem exists yeah. and uh, this, uh, this, uh, this organization and people around there inspired me, even you, were the one who was working on a startup idea uh, at that time I guess so this inspired me and uh, then I started the stage again in 2018 where uh, we started with events and then we moved ahead with uh, with launching of our product after my graduation and that's how we are going
1: on yeah that's that's great that's great yeah so I I have actually, uh, like, since I also come from an engineering background itself and purely technical, like uh, electronics and communication. So my field, like I've been working uh, completely as a non-tech guy with zero knowledge of coding, no technical skills otherwise. So I've, I faced a lot of problems while getting jobs or while going after something, which is since your background influences a lot about your career, about your future. So were there any kind of problems that you faced being coming from a mechanical engineering uh, background and uh, also like uh, the niche that we all follow ki mechanical wala ladka hai so any any the kind what kind of challenges did you face there like were first of all the first question is were there any challenges and the second is like what kind of like how did you overcome and how how did you get used to it
0: so basically, uh, the biggest challenge was uh, about building the product, um, because building okay. the product it, it used to have involved a lot of technical things, uh, technical yeah. jargons yeah. that you uh, technical uh, jargons that you should be knowing and everything. Uh, it is involved over that. Uh, building a business uh, or uh, scaling it was not uh, that much of a problem for me at that point of time because uh, okay. I already worked with a lot of 3-4 uh, organizations and I knew how uh, how to scale at least from 0 to uh, if you're scaling it from 0 to 10. So at least I knew how to grow it from 0 to 2. So take it from 0 to 1 and 1 to okay. 2. So at least I knew at that uh, point of time how to scale it. but. In terms of product, if we talk about, so uh, product building was kind of tough for me, one thing. So uh, okay. when I graduated after uh, graduated uh, in 2019, so in 2000 and the f- uh, first half of 2019, when I was uh, in my final semester, so I had two options. Either I could take a job and uh, go on for a job. And uh, okay. the second thing is, I can build uh, continue with the stage and start building it. So I thought like, mm-hmm. uh, why not go with this, with, with building this stage, because the problem already exists. Uh, there is uh, this problem on this society. And uh, at that point, I started researching about the problem in a whole, because if I'm going ahead with this uh, particular thing, so I should have a solid uh, thing, uh, because I saw the problem in my college only. Right. And after that, I just wanted to know that whether this problem exists in the country or not, or whether this problem exists in the world or not. So I started researching about it. I went to various websites, World Economic Forum, uh, Forbes, everywhere. I found that 15 million youths enter the job market every year, and out of which uh, 65 to 75% are not ready for jobs. And this is just uh, about the, uh, engineering or the bachelor scenario. If we talk about the MBA, so, uh, out of the hundred percent of MBAs, 90 to 92% of MBA graduates are not ready for jobs in actual.
1: So the, oh, these are the numbers. numbers yes.
0: Actually. Yes. So these are the numbers researched by Accenture or, um, or world economic forum. So they did a lot of research on these numbers about skills and everything. Okay. So at that point, I, Thought that okay, this is a very big market because a lot of students are not uh, developing their skills and everything. And uh, I, I, I follow this one big thing in uh, in my life is that uh, you shouldn't be. Uh, so if I took a job at that point, and um, if I take a job at this point, I thought. And uh, after four years, I thought that okay, I should have built the stage at that point of time. So I don't, I didn't wanted a uh, regret after four years. Even if I, uh, I was yeah. ready to get failed uh, in the start with starting today, because I don't want, uh, didn't want it to regret that why I didn't start it at that point of time. So that is, that is the yeah. one thing that I followed. Uh, the, this, is this, this is this mental model that I follow always called regret minimization principle. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. this is where I went ahead. Uh, I saw different products related to this particular thing. And uh, I started researching. And at that point, my research was so good that I uh, thought that, okay, let's start making a courses related to it. So when working with organizations, I've already made some contacts. So I tapped on those contacts. I asked them for help, uh, people who were into public speaking, people who were into leadership, communication, and everything. So I tapped onto those people. I collected insights from them about what to teach and whatnot. And I drafted a course uh so hosted it on like searched on youtube how to host courses how to look for free because there was no money when we are starting right so Actually, money yeah. was the biggest problem so i looked for a free resources uh, out there on internet and uh, right. started hosting the courses over there so this is how uh right? the i build a technical product actually being a uh, being a guy in mechanical engineering and in terms of scaling so you know as well that um, i used to send you guys a lot of posters to share on your whatsapp yeah. on instagram yeah. so uh, my f- okay. You and other friends lot uh, helped me in getting the first um, first customers. So first batch we had around uh, twenty five students in the first batch, and that whole batch was uh, completely organically marketed uh, with the help of just my friends and my network around me. So I just uh, used to DM people to share my posters, and people used to call me, inquire me, I convert them. So this is how I got the initial customers for the uh, for the co- uh, first course personal
1: growth hacking. So, this is how it went. Yeah. So, when did that transaction, a transition actually happen? Like, from being a club at college, providing everything for free, and uh, like just getting onboarded with students and getting to know, like uh, speaking to them. Then, a shift to being a startup, to actually getting customers, like your first customer asking for money for the courses that you build building up your MVP and all these things. So how, how, how did this transaction, a transition take place?
0: So when, uh, as we were working in the same organization, you, you knew. so when I, when I went and entered this organization, this was the first uh, organization that I started working with. I did a lot of virtual inter- okay. uh, internships before that, but this was the first organization I was working physically, or this was the first physical internship I was part of so when i started okay. working over it um first thing that this organization was structured and made by youths actually and uh, i saw that these youths are running a startup which is which they started back in college when they were first year and second year students and uh, it kind of motivated me kind of inspired me that okay they can do it from um starting in college so why cannot i why cannot i do it? so uh, yeah. at that point yeah so when uh, at the same point only i was also offered among the uh, among the hundreds of uh, volunteers working in the organizations so i was you know uh, i was offered uh, an internship into the head office bangalore of the yeah, same startup yeah, yeah yeah so when i went bangalore i saw how startup works how how the operations of uh, a startup works um how to how team works and everything so i saw the working i saw the impact these guys are creating i came back and i decided that okay i'll start with it whatever it is so at that point i decided so for the first we were uh, when we started again in 2018 we were just working on events uh, normal events and workshop we used to do in colleges and cities so that is what the one thing that we were working on at that point of time but after my graduation, I thought uh, because at that point, we, don't, we didn't have any product, a solid product. But after my graduation, when I decided to take this as a full time uh, thing, so I thought let's uh, uh, let's uh, build a product because a product is a yeah. very important part of your business uh, that you need to sell. Actually, so yeah.
1: I, without product, yeah. I don't think uh, your, your startup is going to exist in the market. Yeah. Yes, exactly so that
0: would have been only the organization again if uh, we if we didn't had any product yeah. because we were just creating an impact and creating awareness sessions that's all uh, we were not uh, educating students uh, at yeah. any point of time so i thought like let's educate them and let's start with uh, with the things so uh, mm. in after graduation i uh, worked on the product uh, i built the mvp so our first website was hosted on uh, google sites so i used i found a lot of resources on um, on internet and google site was one thing so i made the website on uh, google site then i learned how to make an actual website and everything so it's uh, it's you know people say that uh, startups and building a startup is a is a journey of self dis- self-discovery So it has been a journey of self-discovery for me as well uh, for the past three years because I myself have has learned a lot of things. A lot of skills I learned uh, building the startup and yeah, this helped me evolve as well and evolve the stage as well.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's great. Amazing actually to learn, to get to learn all those things and like, Discussing about all these things brings back all the memories from that time, yeah. so Yeah, yeah, I I remember, like, how we used to go for, like, uh, publicizing and for marketing and all this stuff, uh, for events as well, and for, uh, like, the community, for the stage as well. So,
0: yeah, it was a great
1: time, now, occupied with all the busy life of youth, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, uh, yeah, go ahead, good. Ahead. Yeah, so actually, uh, uh, I, 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 I was like, I came across like one uh, once. Uh, once you came to me and uh, like you pitched me the entire idea, so that like, uh, so this is what we are uh, we are planning to do, and like uh, this is what uh, like we as a mentor uh, like what are we uh, planning to do and what we expect from you. So. Uh, what 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 did you think or what did you look at or what did you feel that okay so we can uh, have uh, me as a mentor or what, what 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 was like that so when when
0: we were working in the organization i guess uh, you were the vice president human resource and i was the marketing vice president So I saw you handling people because uh, the uh, the person who is into uh, human resource or HR, he has to look after uh, people management and he has to look after the communication because whatever going into an organization is is responsibility maintaining the culture and everything. So I saw you working. I saw you lead people. I saw you communicate how you communicated with uh, with the speakers that uh, used to come to our events at that time that really inspired me i thought that because you were the guy with uh, with good public speaking skills with a good leadership skills with uh, with professional uh, behavior and everything so i thought that this guy is the one who can mentor mentor students because peer to peer learning is very important because when when you are building something to uh, teach students so you should be having uh, someone who is n- uh, near to their age because that uh, makes a connection that makes uh, them feel comfortable to ask their doubts, to understand. Because uh, we were teaching students about the skills that the industry needs. So uh, for yeah. example, um, if you, uh, there is this uh, report um, uh, I read somewhere which says that 83% of employers say, this, say that soft skills are very important while h- hiring employees. Okay, so uh, I saw that, okay, let's build uh, soft skills for students and you were the very good example for, uh, for soft skills because you had all these skills in you and uh, you were not uh, very much, uh, your age was not uh, as well, age difference you didn't have a lot. With the students, so I thought, let's take him on board and let's ask him about. I'll pitch him about the idea of being a mentor, and uh, yeah, that's how we went ahead and we started working it. So I, I I have this question in my mind uh, because we we are friends, right? And I see, yeah. uh, I consider friends as um, as, in, uh, as a as a group of people who are discussing about growth, business, ideas. And uh, stuff related to money, personal finance, and everything, because uh, this is this is a very important part, and not uh, just about like uh, going for a booze or beer uh, on the weekend. So, uh, yeah. what is the, what is that value that I added uh, to your life since we met uh, in two thousand and I guess seventeen, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was back in the seventeen, I guess. So basically what I look at, like, uh, if I want to be friends with someone or if I want someone to be my friend, so what I usually look at is like a hustle free life where we don't have to think very much before calling or before going out with them or not that sophisticated kind of person like we are free going according to the mood and with the flow so i like those kind of people and usually want to around myself with those kind of people so the incident where we actually uh, like bonded kind of uh, what we, what i can say is when we took the uh, like the advertising boards and everywhere on the scooty and uh, like we uh, like you driving yeah, and yeah. me picking up it and then me driving and you picking it up so it was a huge, like, uh, banner there, right? So that was a point where uh, it actually, like, since we were actually working together as a team, like, uh, though managing things, uh, like, so that was a thing which intrigued me or which attracted me towards you that, okay, so this is what hard work looks like. This is what smart work looks like. So there was, like, a different clarity that you gave me that, okay, in a working environment, how you need to focus on certain things. You might be distracted by a lot of people or a lot of things around you, but you, the kind of focus that one needs to have, that is the one thing that I learned from you. And yes, obviously, like overcoming failures and uh, even if the world is crashing around you, even if like your entire, your entire circle is discouraging you that, okay, this is not going to work or this is not how it should work. Or this is not going to, like, you are not going to be successful in this. So overcoming that, beating those people, and, like, giving a tight slap on their faces with your success, with your kind of work, and with your kind of job. So that is that is the first and the most important thing that I learned from you. And till date, I, like, I work on those things as well. Like, okay, so... I look at, I memorize all the things that we faced, uh, like in the back in our days, uh, organizing events. So how you overcome it, how you managed to go for resource and like picked out uh, different things and like work, start working on that. So these these were kind of things that intrigued me and attracted me towards you that, okay, so this is what an inspiring mind looks like. So yeah.
0: Exactly. So I still remember that scooty uh, part because we were like, yeah. it, it was the uh, hardest thing, hardest like I guess four, five kilometers we traveled. Uh, so I, yeah, yeah, right. I still resonate with that uh, thing today. So a uh, lot of people, a lot of young uh, listeners are uh, actually listening to this uh, this podcast or this episode and uh, I would just yeah. like to tell uh, them this, uh, this thing that start early because starting early gives you a lot of things I started in, uh in uh, when I was in third year uh, I had yeah. one year uh, one or uh, one and a half year left for my, uh, my engineering uh, complete, to be completed so that time I when I came to final year I didn't have product because your ideas start building when you uh, when you start out actually because when, when it, the idea is actually in the mind, it, no, it doesn't get yeah. evolved. when you put it actually into work, then the idea starts evolving because we started as a club and we were just going off for public speaking and teaching students about public speaking. But when I actually started in 2018, uh, uh, the idea evolved and evolved so much that today we are providing courses about design thinking, personal branding and leadership yeah. communication, decision making, emotional intelligence as well so this is how I, uh, I i would say that the idea evolves um, when you start out so starting uh, early is very important uh, because uh, and there are many many benefits of starting early so one benefit is that you can iterate a lot because you have four years right yeah you actually are, actually
1: like there's the the time that you uh, like you fail and you again regain and you again fail and you again recover from it So that four years or like what I, uh, starting early for me is right after your 10th standard, right? When we are like young and uh, around like uh, what, uh, 14 or 15 years of age, right? So by that time, when you come out of and you actually see the world that, okay, So it's not just uh, about like being uh, starting early, but you must have seen all the uh, like successful people, all the famous people around the world, be it like a sports person or uh, any other. But we also have some examples like Jack Ma and everyone who started their age, uh, like started their startups at a very later on stage, like after their thirties, after their forties as well. Right. So it's, it's uh, what I consider uh, is like starting early is always good because you have that uh, ratio of failing and being successful. You can manage it even if you like uh, you don't waste actually uh, your uh, uh, successful years or, or your failing years. You learn from them and at, uh, and at the later on stage, you can like come back with a very greater impact or a very greater force to uh, make your whatever that you have in your mind to make it successful like
0: exactly exactly and even when you start early the uh, the ability to take risk uh, increases because you yeah. tend on to take more risk because after graduation there are there are a lot of family pressure uh, putting on you because it does happen uh, in the families uh, parents ask you to go on for a take yeah. for a job uh,
1: because especially e- if you come from a, a middle class, uh, like yes, middle exactly. class family or lower middle class or whatever, so that's a, that's a huge pressure actually. Yes, exactly.
0: And at that point, you don't you don't tend to take uh, much bigger risk. But when you are in college, you don't have anything to lose. Plus, apart from that, you have a lot of resources like uh, you can get your first team from your college, like your friends or your colleagues from the college or or someone from other department could be a very good uh, partner or co-founder for a a part of your team. Secondly, there are like, for example, in my college, there was around uh, 2500 students. There, so those twenty five hundred students could be uh, could have been my customers, uh, and were my customers actually when we did some events in college. So and even the product that product was related. My product is related to uh, education, but even the product is not related to education or something. Students can actually uh, like uh, I can sell my friends uh, father a product related to that so there are a lot of customer base that is already available in the uh, in colleges that is the second thing and yes as uh, we talked about the risk so risk is again a good point to take at that point uh, good thing to take at that point because you don't have anything to lose at this point at least actually, if you lose actually, yeah if you lose, you at least have a degree where you can take a job and try, uh, uh, if you're not sure whether you should do it or not, so you at least have a job, you right. can go ahead and uh, work on a job uh, for some years or like that. So these are some benefits of starting early, I guess, and uh, that is what I would suggest to the young listeners uh, who are trying to start out because when uh, there's this problem of awareness in terms of uh, the public speaking or uh, the that uh, particular thing, uh, the product we are working in i saw it in that uh, thing as well and i saw it in uh, other aspects as well that uh, students are not aware a lot of students so if you, there are uh, there are colleges in tier two cities or tier, uh, tier three cities yeah. so uh, students over there are not aware about the environment uh, outside their college they are just trying to compete uh, with, the stu- uh, with the students uh, inside their college or like uh, inside their class that's it they don't know what is out there in the world what is happening out there in the world because they don't actually yeah. practically work over there so i would suggest uh, if anyone who want, uh, would want to learn something about entrepreneurship or something about uh, building an organization they should start working they should start volunteering they should start Uh, interning with social organizations or any kind of non-technical organization because those organizations really build your skills, build your knowledge, build your awareness. uh, In in terms of if you talk about the public speaking or uh, or the leadership stuff, so colleges do uh, teach a lot of uh, all the students about the technical aspect, but they don't focus uh, a lot on these aspects or, or the personal development aspect or anything. And even in uh, that, it used to happen in Tier One cities as well. Because when uh, I saw people from Tier One cities, they don't even know uh, about LinkedIn, and they are in a, they are a final yeah. year students. So I, yeah, and absolutely. they wanted to take a workshop with us for personal development. So the awareness is very much less, uh, even about the entrepreneurship stuff, because a, st- a student think that uh, okay, starting out an entrepreneur is. Um, it's a very amazing journey you get you get it's to manage cool people journey. yeah, and yeah. It, it's like it's just like the sky is pink and the air is
1: blue yeah. uh,
0: like <laughs> that stuff but sooner or soon they will understand they understand that okay this is not how it looks like there's a lot of uh, stress that i ha- used to happen every day yeah. uh, every day you have to uh, solve a different problem that is coming uh, in front of your way So there are many things uh, that you that students should learn and these all things uh, comes from awareness and comes from uh, working with people or uh, working uh, on some social organizations or anywhere uh, in any organization. So that is the one thing that I would suggest uh, if students want to build up an awareness related to any of these things, they should start working in. And yeah, I guess. so. It was nice talking to you, and it was an amazing, uh, amazing having you telling me the story about how I built the stage. Uh, it has been an amazing journey uh, since two, the last three years uh, as we are building the product, and I saw how things evolved, how the team changed uh, every time the new faces come, how they go and develop. Yeah. So a lot of, um, a lot of things are there, and even the mentoring part, um, I really loved uh, the mentoring thing. Thank you so much Rupaditya for joining in today and being the first guest of the Pranay Bhan show. I am going to link all the handles of Rupaditya, mine and the stage in the description below. Until next time guys, from Pranay and Rupaditya.